0: Thank <laughs> you. What's up, everybody? Thank you for uh, joining us here on the Hardcore Podcast. I am so excited about today's show. You know, we are continuing in the vein of uh, Women's History Month, and what an incredible history maker uh, we have with us today, Miss Jackie M. Thank you so much for being on the show.
1: Thank you today. for having thank me. Thank
0: you for having us in your gorgeous studio. Uh, it feels like I'm in a rose garden, <laughs> um, you know. Uh, normally, I do this in my studio at home, so... Not quite as pretty and not quite as much greenery, but you know we are in the magnificent studio of of Jackie M and uh, again thank you for having us. Thank you. Um, Tell me, how did you get started in this uh, merchandise manufacturing industry?
1: You know, it's interesting. Um, I came from a corporate background. I was a vice president for J.P. Morgan Chase for uh, nearly ten years. And in 2011, I guess they decided my time was up in the corporate world. So I just started to pray and ask God to guide my footsteps. And uh, whatever he wanted me to do is what I was gonna do. And um, actually, I had no idea, no plan, no dream, nothing about getting into this industry. It's just something that happened, you know, um, on my journey of figuring out what I was gonna do after the corporate world, I just started just playing around with different things and I actually started an accessories company and with the accessories, I started to get attention from different like athlete wives. and I started, you know, selling accessories to them. They became my customers, and to this day, a lot of them are still my customer. Um, shortly after that, I started wardrobe styling. The legendary DJ Spinderella, Salt and Pepper, traveled with her doing that. And while <laughs> right. while doing that, um, I actually was introduced to a gentleman that teaches people with autism oh, wow. how to create products using raw material. And when I met this gentleman, I asked him. I said, "Hey." your work is amazing. Can you make me a bag? He told me, no, you can make your own bag. And I said, no, I don't think I want to make bags. That's not, you know, what I'm doing. I'm styling. I'm actually um, making jewelry, whatever. And he said, well, you know, just come. I'll teach you. I said, okay, you know, what what do I have to lose? I'm always, you know, a sponge for soaking up knowledge and learning new things. And on my journey, I just said, okay, God, this is what you want me to do. I'm going to learn, you know. So I actually went to his studio every day for almost six months. And I found that it became therapy for me. In my transition, trying to find my journey, that really became my therapy. Wow. And I found myself becoming very passionate about leather hides and sourcing leather hides. And I just had a knack, I guess, for the design side. That came easy for me. Um, But he taught me the craftsmanship. And I'll never forget, he used to always tell me, perfect the craftsmanship the design is gonna come. Mm -hmm. And that sticks with me to this day that when I'm actually creating and designing new styles, I'm always focused on the craftsmanship. Because my thing is if you have a quality made product, you're gonna forever have customers. And that way of thinking helped me. So I've been actually doing this in this industry for almost 10 years, 2021. Next year will be my tenth year
0: in this industry. Wow! Yeah, I think that's I think that's phenomenal. So out of the corporate world, you've basically been doing your thing for what's going to be ten years in just a few months. Yes, I I think that's that's pretty amazing. Yeah, Uh, that speaks to the to really the quality uh, that you have because you know a lot of people are interested. You know. you were you had a tremendous um, start by having great contacts, but if the quality does not line up with the uh, the brand or the commercial that, that other people have, then, you know, you're going to lose customers very absolutely. easily. And I think absolutely. it's it's so vital that people make sure that your quality, your quality is your brand. It is. It's your brand. It it and is. Is. so if people don't trust the quality, then in essence they don't trust the, the brand. Would, would you agree?
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. And you know, I'm into a lot of young women and I tell them all the time, you know, your, your quality and will, you know, bring brand loyalty. You know, your quality of your product creates brand loyalty, will in turn create a long-term customer. And those customers then become like family. You know, when I see these names come up on my system, often, and I see that they've ordered from me, you know, 10, 12, up to 15 times, that speaks volumes. Because I put you know, my hard work into what I want to see if I receive the product, you know. And I'm just so fortunate that after all these years because I focus on quality and craftsmanship, I don't get returns I get customers that are still wearing bags that they've carried, you know, five years ago. Wow. Yeah, ten years ago. So I stand behind my work, and um, customer loyalty is so important. Brand loyalty is so important from not just, you know, the product that you put out, but how you actually carry yourself in the business world, because I tell people all the time that all my people have to see is social media, mm-hmm. you know, so I have to watch what I put out into the world of social media.
0: We're going oh, go to <laughs> go, okay. go there, we're going to go there, I want to I wanna, I wanna build to that because there are a lot of people who are watching and and who are listening, um, you know, who do have uh, social media uh, companies and, and they started via social media, so I, I want to get to that in just a moment. Okay. But you, you've been doing this almost 10 years now, and I would imagine with anything, any business, any company you start, there's gonna be ups and downs, Absolutely. highs and lows. Absolutely. Uh, talk about those days where you felt like like walking away from it all, maybe mm-hmm. thinking you should go back into corporate or mm-hmm. go back somewhere else. And, and the reason why I want you to go there is because Many people today don't understand that it takes all of you to get something done, and it takes consistency, and it takes longevity, and it takes long days, short nights. Mm -hmm. Talk about those times where you felt like, uh, maybe I'm just not cut out for it, and Mm -hmm. how did you talk yourself out of that rut?
1: Yeah, you know, that's a great question, because entrepreneurship is the hardest thing that you will ever do. That anyone, if you have the guts to, to just put yourself all in it, entrepreneurship is the hardest thing that you're ever going to do. And there are days, still today, that I get up and I say, I don't want to do this. Sure. You know, last year, 2019, was such a hard year. I was ready to give up completely, you know. Um, this time last year, my studio didn't look anything like this. It was bare walls, wow. you know. Wow. Um, From January 1 up until March 31st, that first quarter was the hardest from a family perspective. We had deaths. I was in a bad car accident. And at that time, I was like, this is not, I'm not falling into the D word. Sure. You know, I try not to say it, but the D word is depression. Wow. And, you know, you you get up every day and you're like, okay, I say that I have faith, but I'm living in fear. Uh The two. Don't match. Don't match. They can't live together, so I understand that. So I had to just pray my way out of it. Sure. And understand that God didn't bring me this far to let me down. He always show up. He always blessed me with that new idea, that new vision. And I think because I'm so faithful in that, knowing that he's going to bless me with that new, new design, that new vision that new idea because he always has that's how I made it this far sure It's none of this was me absolutely you know this is all his plan and because I know that and I believe that in my gut that's what keeps me going even when I feel like I want to give up I think about my daughter because she's watching me she watches me every day you know so that's my inspiration that's my motivation and I just have to get up and do it, and pray all that that the demons off, pray the hate off, you know, yeah. because you experience that, and really, truly, we are our own worst enemy. Nothing is holding us back from going across the finish line
0: but us. I think that's that's so important uh, in Psalms one. Uh, it does talk about uh, you know blessed the man who walketh not in the council or under no sitting in the seat of the scornful and it goes down and say uh, and whatsoever he doeth shall prosper or, or in your case uh, she doeth shall prosper and it's not uh, a gender specific but it's really talking about consistency mm-hmm. God cannot bless what you're not consistent at absolutely and so I I do believe that that's why God just continues to to bless you and continue to pour out because you are consistent and you're basically saying, God, as long as you will will give me um, the the insight and supply my needs, I'm going to continue to go out there and do what you have called and led me to do and continue to fill my purpose. Mm -hmm. And I think that's why you are in this for so long is is God can trust your consistency. Mm -hmm. Some people, God can't trust your consistency because in two months, it'll change. In three months, it'll change. And so God didn't really know, you know, of course God knows all, but but you get what I'm saying, God didn't really know what you're going to be doing in the next three months. Some people's faith is is only a summertime faith or Mm -hmm. seasonal faith. Mm -hmm. And and if the weather changes or it gets bad or, you know, if, if one or two things go... Uh, the way that you didn't think they were going to go, then suddenly maybe God didn't tell me to do this. But you have got to stick it out. I think this is a great story about sticking it out and staying in the fight and and believing God beyond what your physical eyes can see. But having that knower inside of you to say that that greater is coming. Absolutely, absolutely. You know, I want to talk about the fact now, I, I want to jump to the fact that, you know, much of your business is promoted. Via social media, mm-hmm. and so a lot of people they see that and they they you know go and buy a bunch of clothes or purses or or hats or whatever they want to promote online, and they take pictures and they promote it and now they they suddenly have a boutique, but it's it's not that
1: easy. No, it's not that easy. Uh,
0: you know, I want to I want to talk about that facet of of what it really takes. To make something happen in a virtual space, because mm-hmm. it's really, you know, it's really not a storefront; it's a virtual storefront. How do you manage to to build your clientele that way?
1: You know, you spoke about it um, previously with the word consistency. That's really what it is: consistency and creating content. If you can be consistent and create content, then you can be successful. With social media, I think a lot of people get it get it twisted, thinking that oh, you know, this person has all these followers and they're making all this money, but that's false. Yeah. That's that's like one of the biggest misperceptions that people have: a lot of followers and they're making a lot of money. Exactly. And I always talk to women that, you know, that that have great products, they have you know um, consistency, but they don't have a lot of followers. Exactly. But they're making money. Exactly. And that's all that matters because who's liking your page or who's following your page does not equate to dollars.
0: Exactly. It It, doesn't matter. It it can almost be the way I equate it. Sometimes... I look at it like Monopoly money, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and so people think, "Oh, well, you got you got these thousands and thousands of followers." And, and By the way, you know, I think our last count between all of your platforms is maybe a quarter of a million or yeah. over a quarter of a million yeah, yeah. followers. And people see that and they're like, "Oh, well, I just need I just need you know ten thousand followers. I just need this amount mm-hmm, of followers." Mm-hmm. And really, if if they're not the quality followers, and and if if it really boils down to you too, if you don't have a great product that can really yeah. answer a need.
1: Yeah, and, and that's the thing we talk about we talked about it earlier as well with brand loyalty. Your followers have to be able to trust you Exactly. you know what I'm saying they have to be able to trust what you say they have to be able to trust that you're putting out quality content that's engaging they want to trust that if they ask you a question on the comments or in the DM that you're going to respond you know they like that because they feel connected to you so it's not just saying oh I got this cute outfit I'm going to post it and boom I'm going to make all this money no there are days still to this day that I don't make a dollar.
0: Yeah,
1: It's true, you know. But I do know that when I'm out here and I'm posting consistently, consistently, and I'm driving traffic back to my website, I am selling out, yeah. you know. So it's that kind of thing. You have to be able to speak to your customer, um, build that trust with your customer, engage with your customer, and focus on the good Customers that you have that really appreciate what you're putting out there Exactly. You know so if you have if you have a good solid 100 customers that really support you Let's do the math 50 yeah. times 100 is what? Oh,
0: five thousand. All right. I fifty dollars. Fifty, $50, 50, I, 50 gonna, products. Gonna be my right? be the place <laughs> so, so if you
1: freaking. got a hundred customers, right? A mm-hmm. hundred dedicated, loyal customers, and you're selling one product that's fifty dollars. Fifty dollars is affordable exactly. for the average person, and they love what you have. And this one product is fifty dollars, and you sell one hundred of those products. That's five thousand dollars. Five thousand is five thousand. Yeah. I don't care how you look at it. You know. 5, in a day is possible. It is. You can make $5,000 in a day. And if you got a hundred solid customers and you have a product that's 50 bucks and say you don't make the, you don't sell all 100 to all 100 in one day. Guess what? What if you sell all 100 in a week? What if you sell 100 in a month? It's still $5,000. $5,000 is life changing if you stay consistent and you double that. To the next month, to ten
0: thousand. I want to. I want to talk about two things that you made me think of. Uh, now, when you're making this this five thousand a day or five thousand a month, don't forget your taxes now, because Uncle Sam still comes along and says, "You ain't never
1: lied about right, that."
0: those products were good, but I need my cut. He's the so true. biggest. Uh, uh,
1: That's a whole nother subject. (laughs) And I still, you know, and being that I'm self-employed, of course, I pay my taxes. And actually, um, I've always paid my taxes being self-employed. However, I wasn't reporting. I wrote everything off up until I decided I wanted to buy a home. I'm in real estate, right? I'm in a real estate business. I'm a licensed real estate professional here in Texas. Um, And... 2017, I decided I wanted to buy a house. So I had to get with the CPA, so that we can make sure that my financials was in order so that when I got approved for a home, I can present my financials that match my bank statements that say, boom, you can get approved for this home. So you have to have your financials in order because like you said, Uncle Sam won his money. Yeah. They, he, and then when he see you making a lot of money, he want a lot of money. Yeah. You know, and, and it's unfortunate because I do believe that they take too much out for taxes to so where people are like... Like what am I doing? Like yeah. this is crazy, you know? Um, but yeah, it's real. You know, I I, <laughs> I pay my taxes, they yeah. take money out of my bank every month. Yeah. And uh, it ain't no hundred
0: dollars. Yeah. You <laughs> know. <laughs> You got to sell a lot, lot. And, yes. and, and thank you for sharing a very personal yes, part of your story. I think it's I think it's so vitally important that you have good people on your side, good accountants, good CPAs mm-hmm. on your side who's actually telling you this is what you need. Not just there are a lot of loopholes out there, but have somebody that's that's actually on your side and thinking for thinking for you and helping you to think, and so that you don't end up in a bad predicament. Absolutely. I, I, I want to jump back to something that, that you made me think of when you talk about if you have 100 loyal supporters. And that made me go back to when you first started this, I am certain that when you left corporate or or you, know, you had made the change from corporate, there were some people who were saying, I don't know if I would do that. I, you shouldn't do that. You should do this. You should do that. Um, talk about... When you first started, mm-hmm. this, this happens to a lot of people, mm-hmm. the support you thought you were going to have, you didn't end up having. Mm-hmm. And that can really be a disappointment. It can. So how did you overcome that disappointment from saying, I thought you were going to be in my back, you were not. And I just, I'm just going to go on without you. Mm-hmm. How did you overcome that? You
1: know, it's, um, it's interesting because when I first started my business, of course, growing up, go to college, get a good job, get your 401k, get you a pension, and then at 60, 65, you retire and life is good. Well, 60, 65, the bills still hurt. They still roll up. You know, and when you retire. You don't want to just live on a set income, right? So for me, that was the way of, okay, I'm going to do what they said. Got a degree, got a good job, had a 401k, all this stuff, retirement. But at the end of the day, I wasn't fulfilled. I walked away from a six-figure corporate world. I could go get a job anywhere, right? Walked away from that, and I started making earrings, Okay, $40 (laughs) earrings. Okay. Now, I didn't know. I didn't start doing that with the intent to start a business. I started doing it because I was bored. Because it's, okay, three months went by. I ain't got no job. I wasn't looking for a job. But every day, my mother would say, oh, you need to go find a job. And I would always say to her, I said, well, why? Well, because you need this and you need that. I said, but what I need, my needs are covered. Yeah. I don't ask anybody for anything, never have. And I said, well, you know, when I get to a point where I need to ask you to cover my expenses, then I'm gonna consider. But right now, I'm good, right? Okay. And you know, she started seeing, okay, people are buying my stuff, and she's like, oh, okay. But it was just like, oh, okay, this is nothing. Then she would always say, oh, they hiring here, my grandma, they're hiring yeah. here, and for me. I had to stop and tell my mom and my grandmother, I said, listen, my journey is different from the journey you guys have already lived. Let me figure this out. I'm not going back to the corporate world. I'm going to be an entrepreneur. To this day, my mom works for me.
0: Wow. Mm -hmm. That's incredible. Yeah. My mom works for me. That's, that's, That's really amazing. Yeah. I found that the best way to silence your critics is results. Period. If you don't have results, you give them room all day long to have an opinion. Always. Once you start showing results, that'll silence any critic.
1: Absolutely.
0: Your mom works for you now, Mm -hmm. and you have other employees. At what point did you say, this is enough for This is too much for my two hands. Mm -hmm. I now need to galvanize a team. Because a lot of people struggle because, rightfully, they're, they're making a little profit, right? But they know if they bring somebody else in next that kind of cuts into the profit mm-hmm. now you they also or fell into realize I can make some more profit if I bring somebody else in but then also had to share in that profit mm-hmm. you see what I'm saying mm-hmm. so at what point did you decide okay this is just too much for these two hands mm-hmm. I got to get somebody else mm-hmm. in
1: so the thing is um it, it was a it was hard for me to actually allow other people to come into my space. Sure. Okay, it was so hard for me to do. That took me a long time to say, okay, I need help. Um, at the end of the day, when orders are coming in and, you know, they have to be fulfilled, you, I can't do it all. Mm-hmm. I can't do it all. So I have learned that if it takes pain, someone to come in to assist... Mm-hmm then you just have to pay them. Yeah. You know, it'll cut into your your revenue, but at the end of the day, the more you sell, the more money you make, everybody's eating. Yeah. So I think that, you know, being an entrepreneur, you have to get out of that mindset of, I can do all things. Mm-hmm. You cannot do all things. Mm-hmm. You can't do everything. You only have two hands. There's only 24 hours in a day. There's only so much we can do. So the smartest thing to do is bring in people and delegate responsibility to someone else. Yeah. Right? So that's a smart thing. That's just being a smart business person period um, and then you just you, you, you start to adjust to the expenses that you have to pay out as part of business you know um, for me I have a lot of different uh, businesses so I'm making up that money that I'm paying out on other things sure. that I don't necessarily have to pay out on sure. you know so that's kind of how I started to think once I got you know a little further into my business I started to say okay I can't do it all, sure. and if I really want to grow to the level that I want to grow to, I need help. Yeah. You know, I've I've gotten myself this far um, alone, but at the end of the day, I want to go further. Yeah. You know,
0: I think it's uh, one great thing, and uh, that that uh, Bishop Jake uh, says all the time: if you have a business that your two hands uh, have to run, then you won't make it very long mm-hmm. because. You know, as you say, you only got two hands and there's only That's 24 it. hours. That's it. And if you get that thousand bags to come in, you can't do that in no. one day. No. And you can't do that by yourself. And I think the problem that many people have is they want all of the profit to themselves, mm-hmm. which I understand if you've come from nothing. But at the same time, your products are going to go out late. You're going to start slipping on the quality because you're trying to do everything with with your own two hands and plus run to the post office and plus receive in shipments Mm -hmm. and go to the store and buy supplies. You can't do it all. You've got to be smart enough and wise enough to know that at a certain point you have to galvanize a team, even if it's a team of one other person, Mm -hmm. if that's what your business calls Mm -hmm. for, and just really get people to help you and and have those that leadership skill to delegate is not about you telling somebody what to do, it's delegating. Absolutely. And 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 know this too, and I think you will agree that nobody you bring in will ever be as passionate about your business as you are.
1: Absolutely. And I think
0: that's the that's the thing that many people who start companies and entrepreneurs, that's the thing that people uh, fail to realize. Mm-hmm. Be it your mother, be it your daughter, mm-hmm. be it any anybody else, they're not going to have the passion that you have Mm -hmm. because it's your baby. It's your business. Exactly. And many people are wondering, well, why aren't you as passionate or why aren't you spending as many hours up at night because it's your thing. Mm -hmm. That's not mine. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so... Uh, I, I think it's a mistake to, to look for people to have the same passion it's like a child or mm-hmm. your baby they don't care about it. the babysitter wants your child until 6 o'clock mm-hmm. after 6 they're going to charge you extra yeah. you know why because it's, it's your child it's absolutely. not there. you're absolutely. paying them for a service exactly. would you agree
1: absolutely I totally agree with that and you know I've been I've been really blessed and I guess that comes with you know from my corporate world having to hire and manage so many people um, over the years that I have a gift of identifying talent mm-hmm. so i am one of those people that when i allow someone to come in to work for me i look at what they are passionate about mm-hmm. so you know for example my mom is an amazing cook she's an amazing cook with the Builder bag experience part of your um package comes with a chef so my mom is the chef my mom is passionate about that so when she comes in to do her her job, she's going to execute flawlessly because she's passionate about that. Mm-hmm. I can go hire anybody to come and be the chef. But my mom is excellent at what she does, so I know that that's going to always be done great. Um, my sewer, she's passionate about sewing. Mm-hmm. That's her passion. So I have her come in to assist me when I'm overwhelmed and she helps me with my bags because she's passionate about that. Does that make sense? And then I have, you know, um, someone that's that works as my graphics designer. She's passionate about her role, you know, so she's going to hear my vision and she's going to execute flawlessly because she's passionate about that. Then I have, you know, my daughter. That's another story. She eighteen. She working for a check. <laughs> okay, It's different. <laughs> She's but,
0: passionate about the money. Yeah, hey, that's <laughs> her passion, right?
1: She need the new <laughs> Jordan. She need her nails done. All that stuff. But um, I have, uh, I've had other assistants along the way, and they're passionate about assisting. Wow. You know, so I put people in positions that are passionate at what I'm looking for them to do. You know, you don't have to see my vision and be passionate about my vision because it's mine. But are you passionate about this specific role that I need you for.
0: That's the that's, that's the, the sign key. of a great leader. Yeah. It's putting people in position where they shine and not in position I always tell people when I do leadership seminars you may need that role filled and that person may help you out temporarily, but you really wanna put somebody in a role where they shine Mm -hmm. and where they have that passion. Otherwise, you're gonna be frustrated and they're gonna be frustrated Mm -hmm. because you needed that role filled they're not good at that role. The seamstress may love sewing, but she may not be great at graphic artistry. Right. And she may have done something on a little app online, and you say, okay, well, now you, I need you to do this for me. That's not her passion. Exactly. So eventually, she's going to be frustrated, and you're going to be frustrated because you have a certain mark for excellence in this area that she can't fulfill because right. that's not her passion. Exactly. And so you have to be mindful of that. Mm-hmm. You mentioned the uh, Build-A-Bag Build-A-Bag! <laughs> build-a-bag, experience. <I> build-a-bag. <laughs> yeah, sorry. Yeah, no shame that's okay. blood, No pleasure for nobody else. I know, right? What, what is Build-A-Bag and how did you get started doing that?
1: Okay, so Build-A-Bag. In 2013, I had a vision of, you know, allowing women to be more interactive with the design process. So I called it the Build-a-Bag Mixers, and I was literally traveling all over because I was part of our like our pop-up experience and I used to do a lot of pop-up shops, right? So I had women literally flying me from state to state doing this build-a-bag thing. For their birthday.
0: You got flewed out for Build-A-Bag.
1: Fle- out for Build-A-Bag. The ladies <laughs> loved it, okay? <laughs> so with that, um, I used to take highs of leather, different styles of bags, and I would allow the women to be very hands-on with what they wanted. Mm-hmm. And they would literally pick and choose their bag and have all different types of styles and designs. And I would come back here, create it, ship it to them. <clears throat> that became very overwhelming for me because at that time, that's when social media became super yeah. popular. So I was building my Instagram following at that time as well as trying to fulfill these custom orders. So I decided, okay, I need to have more control. So I, decided, I started literally designing the bags and just putting them on the website. You buy what I, I sell, right? So I stopped doing the Build-A-Bag mixers for five years. But every year I'm really big on vision boards and every year I do a vision board and every year it's in my gut. Build a bag, mix it. Build a bag, build a bag. And it's always transferred from year after year onto my vision board. 2019 I said, I'm going to do this. Because again, it's back on the vision board. It's 2019. It's been five years. But I don't want it to be a mixer because I don't want people to think that it's a cocktail hour or whatever. I want this to attract all women. So I said, I want it to be an experience for women. I want them to come into my space. I want them to come with their personal friends. I want them to gather together and enjoy being with each other. So I felt like I wanted to change it. And I said, okay, what can I call it, though? Build-A-Bag Mixer? No, but I wanted it to be an experience. And then one day I said, boom, Build-A-Bag Experience. Wow. And then the acronym was B.A.B.E. It just worked. Because women, you, hey, babe, how are you? Whatever, whatever, you know. So it just worked. Yeah. And I said, okay, I'm going to do this. This was January 2019. Well, actually, New Year's Eve. January 1st, my cousin, you know, Committed suicide. Wow! And so I said, "Oh, this is crazy." So I was there to support my mom and his, um, his mom, and all of that. So I just kind of fell back from doing that. January, I said, "Okay, I'm gonna hold off." But I was still writing a business plan, figuring out, okay, how am I gonna change the mixer into an overall experience and what am I gonna do and how I'm gonna market it, promote it and everything. February, said I'm gonna launch in February. Had another death, another cousin. She died in a house fire. Wow. In Chicago the following month and I said okay. I don't know what's going on. So this is the time where a lot of things started happening, you know, in my family. And then March, I said, okay, I'm going to launch it in March. I was in a back car accident. Wow. Yeah. So every month something was happening. I said, okay, I'm just going to step back. So April, I disconnected. disconnected from social media I disconnected from everything and I said I need some time to figure out what's the next step to really push this out and I started praying and getting into my word and I'm like okay God you never let me down before just help me push the vision that you keep putting inside of me help me push it out and I decided to come in and literally redecorate my studio and I said I want this to be an experience for women that when they come in they say, "Wow, number one." and then two, they are each woman is catered to as if it's their birthday. Wow I cater to every single woman as if it's their birthday from the time they walk through the door throughout the entire process up until they leave and that works for me because again, it's an experience when you come in, you want to experience something right you want to feel special and While doing that, we launched May 27th. May 27th, we launched the Build-A-Bag Experience, and the entire summer, up until October, we were booked every weekend. Wow. Every weekend. October was our biggest month, and October was my most challenging month of 2019. Wow. Because I had another friend, that passed away October 2nd. She passed away October 2nd, one of my closest friends since college. She passed away and I had just talked to her. I see her all the time throughout the year and when I found out that she passed away, it really, it did something to me because we were the same age. She had just turned 40 last year um, and I was getting ready to turn 40 two months after. And I just remember that my why was to create something for women to come and celebrate and gather so that they can create everlasting memories with each other. And knowing that I'll never have that moment again with one of my closest friends since we were in college did something to me. But I knew that I had to be strong because every weekend we had five parties every weekend during my hardest time. So wow. I had to still show up, still be this energetic Jackie, um, but still struggle in that. You know, I'm trying to hold back because I still struggle when I tell that story because God said do something so that women can create everlasting memories with each other. Yeah. We go to dinner, we go to brunch, we do that all the time for someone's birthday. But you don't, Remember that that last time because you do it so often, yeah. right? But when you come together you do something different and you say, wow, we really enjoyed each other. That's why I tell this story every time because I want women to understand that we need to support one, any, one another. We need to stay connected to each other because we don't know when it's our last time. And when they leave here, they are, to me... I feel something happening yeah. amongst that circle.
0: Yeah, you know? that's a certain and camaraderie built.
1: Exactly, and when they leave here with these beautifully handcrafted clutches, they feel like, wow, I made that. So when they go out, they're wearing their bags. Oh, I made this at the Build-A-Bag Experience. Wow. That's how we continue to get our customers. It's a walk and billboard. Um, people market it for us. They put it on Facebook. That's why we have so many different areas so that women can take pictures and-
0: And it's a great- uh, Yeah. It's a great um, party favor. Yeah, Dude, great party favor. with a bag, something actually usable.
1: Something that's usable, something that's quality because we only put out quality leather.
0: No.
1: If it ain't quality, you,
0: know, you not you can't clever. get it here. Not, yeah, not the that yeah. those uh, synthetic.
1: No, we quality. put out quality leather for these women to choose from, and we provide quality stitching because it goes back to the craftsmanship I talked about. Exactly. We're stitching the bag; they're they're making the bag, but we go back into our sewing room and we actually stitch those bags. So the goal is when they're done eating, uh, gathering singing happy birthday, dancing, whatever they want to do, it's their time, you know. Once we're, you know, done sewing their bags, we bring them out, and they are wild. Wow. They are wild, like, wow. wow. Yeah, we have ladies that have come back to us because they went and told their friend or their friend and they're like girl I'm booking I'm having a party so they're coming
0: back that's a great concept that's that's a really great concept it's been
1: such a blessing it's been such a blessing and we have so many great things in in store for it you know we're coming up in May will be our first year our one year anniversary of relaunching the Build a Bag experience, and we've serviced probably over 500 women wow. in a short amount of time.
0: Wow! Mm-hmm. And and that's um, how long is a, a typical party? A typical party. Right? So
1: it's it ranges uh, maybe two and a half to three hours. Two and a half to three great.
0: hours. And yeah. you get to build a bag, you get to enjoy your friends, and you get a great meal, too. Mm-hmm. Uh, so so this is the part now to where if you're just listening to this podcast, you now have to go to my website and now have to actually see how the bags are built, yeah. but you still need to book your party. So right now, you're going gonna to hear some stuff, and all you're going to hear us do is talk about what we're doing on the website. Now you got to flip over to the website, which is AntoineMohamed.com, and see how we gonna actually build these bags there so. you go yes but uh, uh jackie i think it's absolutely incredible so let's walk over here and you show me how you're how you actually build these bags Okay, uh, Jackie, so we're in the Babe, the Build a Bag experience. This is the workshop. So, you know, you come in, you have your experience, you have your party. Okay, so what all goes into building a bag?
1: So, building a bag is a unique concept where when ladies come in they start in our design center and in our design center we have a variety of different leathers that we put out and a variety of liners that we put out so once our ladies choose their style of bag and what they want their bag to look like so the leather the inside we then come over here to our workstation and as a group we actually put the bag together so the ladies are very hands-on it's an interactive handbag experience and you are custom making your own leather clutch.
0: Let me see this. Let me see this leather here. Look, so yep. yeah. That's, that's real leather. That's right there. real leather. That's, that's leather. And look at that cro- I could just remember that from uh days of getting the whooping that is real leather. That's right real there. leather. That is that crocodile. Yes. Now, sir. I, know, I know a few brothers that got some shoes that look just you like know that. it. Yes. Got them red gators.
1: <laughs> yes so we always 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 put out a variety of beautiful quality leather hides from really soft leathers to exotic skins and things like that and we also have our liner so I chose this gold liner because I think the gold and the red looks absolutely phenomenal together um but It's all about whatever that lady wants to choose. So we make sure that each lady walks away with a beautiful bag, no matter what they choose. And the thing about it is, the unique side of it, no one is leaving here with the exact same bag, okay? So we put a variety out intentionally.
0: Oh wow, that's great. See what I'm
1: saying? And then it's all about what they want. So it's all about the lady. So what we do, we come over here, right?
0: Yeah.
1: And we basically start out with our leather. So I'm going to choose say like this red crock, for example. So we start with our red crock facing up and then we have our patterns. So we start out with a basic square. Although we have three different styles we start out with a basic square because I found that over the time of actually doing this it's best for me to actually cut. The final style.
0: <laughs> okay.
1: <laughs> We've learned through trial and error so. that it's absolutely best for me to cut it. So, so
0: we, everybody ain't skilled with the with the Nah, shivers, so nah, 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 nah.
1: Not with the final No, not with the final style so I'm going to show you guys
0: it's basically you didn't want to put your name on that cut Uh, it's it's, it's, it's It's all about that quality we talked about
1: exactly and that craftsmanship so when you walk out you can say girl I made that yeah you know and it's beautiful not not like you made that they'll never come (laughs) back to see (laughs) us they'll never so, yeah, so we make sure that we put out amazing products for every lady that walks out. So this is our handheld. This is our most popular bag. Very nice. So think about it. If I let my customers leave this up to them to cut,
0: yeah.
1: it's not going to quite yeah. look like that, okay? So you slip, simply put your hand in just like that.
0: That's and that's nice. cute, right? All right.
1: Yeah, beautiful. So this is our most popular, our handheld.
0: All right. Here's the question. Million dollar question, Jack. Yeah. Uh, where are the bags for the birds at? Because uh I, know. I need some something with a football pattern, a basketball pattern. Where's Michael Jordan at on these leathers? LeBron or somebody, Kobe, R&B, R&B, somebody. Kobe.
1: You know, I get so many guys. Biggie, Biggie, you know, my favorite Big of all time. Hey, <laughs> hey. <laughs> You know, I get so many guys that ask me all the time and I have not stepped into that market yet, although it's something on my list to really step into, you know, the market of men like targeting men you guys love quality nice, love nice, you got
0: nice bag. bag yes men love nice it's bag. not a man purse it's no. a bag that us brothers carry that's right that's, that's what right. i say that's it's right. a bag that's, we
1: carry a bag y'all carry because y'all got stuff like you got, got your,
0: stuff. your 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 uh ipad you have I, your, my your ipad phone, my phone my keys your, your charger or something you know what yeah. i mean Tissues meant something. You know, I know the way it sounded like a man, but it's a bag we carry. That's what it's called. That's right.
1: That's right. I agree. I need to to start
0: focusing on that. All right. There we go. And you heard it. Get that commission. Anyway. That's (laughs) right. That's right. (laughs) Thank you, Jackie, so much for for, uh, your insight, your great story. Stay tuned. If you haven't heard it, Jackie, you have a a tremendous story. I think you're a a tremendous inspiration for those uh, who have a virtual store or who have a a Hard Knocks uh, storefront business. It's an incredible story that many, many people uh, are being inspired by and will continue to be inspired by. Thank you. And I just wish you all the success in the world. Thank you so much. Thank
1: you so much for having me. Thank you so much for having me. Make sure you guys follow us at shop Jackie M. S-H-O-P J-A-C-Q-U-E-M on Instagram and Facebook as well as the Build A Bag experience just like it sounds Build A Bag experience all one word on Instagram and Facebook and go book your next party with us I guarantee you you will leave here with an amazing time and an unforgettable everlasting memory that you created with you and your girlfriends thank you